Anonymous asks, how does one work on self-motivation? What to do to become less lazy? I want to learn stuff, but too often when I'm tired, I go for instant gratification, like watching a show or whatever random lazy stuff. I want to change this, but I do not know how to. This is a common problem, and I would recommend my previous podcast on how to do introspection, where I suggested writing down what you think your goals are, and then keeping track of what you do all day, every day, keep a list with, and then after you keep track for a while, you mark uh, how much time you spent on each different goal, and then you compare that to what you thought your goals were. The main problem people have, which they think is that they're lazy or they lack motivation or whatever, is they're thinking something like, I know activity A is a good activity, and I know activity B is a bad or lazy activity that only has short-term, not long-term benefits. So I know A is better than B, but I keep doing B, what's going on? They think something like that. But the actual situation, the actual problem is they do not know that A is better than B. They do not understand that. They're jumping to conclusions that they're not fully persuaded of. They see disadvantages of A, there are things about A they do not like, and there are things about B they like or see as advantages. And that's the reason they're doing B, they think it has upside. And because they, they think they already know A is better than B, so they don't investigate whether or not A or B is better. They don't do a neutral analysis to find out which one's better. So because they never actually analyze this issue, uh, they never change their mind about it. They're, they get stuck because they're not actually thinking about the issue. To change your mind about whether A or B is better, you have to try to do objective analysis and carefully look through what are all the good things and bad things about each A and B. And what they really need to do is adjust A a bit so that they like it better, like find um, small changes to A to solve the things they don't like about it and uh, change their preferences a little. Like They think they prefer rational stuff, but they don't act that way because they don't actually. Um, some of their preferences are wrong and they need to honestly look at who they are and if they want to change, uh, they need to think about, all right, why am I this way? What are, what are my actual reasons? and then come up with some new reasons so they can change their mind. Like they have to learn why why to be a the type of person who likes A rather than B. Why should you be a less shallow person or a less lazy person or whatever? Um, they think they know that already. They, they say insulting things about the type of person they are, but they are that type of person. They're not, they don't have a good enough intellectual understanding of why not to be that type of person and how and why to be the other type of person. So they need to learn more about it instead of thinking they already know the answer. People find like intellectual stuff boring and hard. Those are some of the main things they don't like about it. They find it like picky. They don't like dealing with all the details. Um, they find it tiring because, okay, why is it tiring and why do they avoid it when they're tired? Because they're bad at it. They haven't practiced it enough. Um, it uses all these skills that they can just barely maybe do on a good day when they're not tired at all and fully focused. I mean, even then it's questionable. And then when they're tired, it all falls apart. So how do you solve that problem? You need to work on your intellectual skills. Start with easier things and get better at them 
so that uh, intellectual stuff becomes easier for you. You should build up your skills. If you can't do something when you're tired, that means you're not very good at it. Your skill level is a bit too low to uh, be dealing with it. People think it's just the activity is hard. No, it's hard because you lack the underlying skill set to be good at it. You haven't practiced your grammar enough. You haven't practiced your logic enough. You haven't gotten those things to the point where they're so practiced that they become easy for you and don't take much attention and you just do them really well automatically. If you practice that much, then you would find intellectual topics where you use those skills are easier because you're using a bunch of skills that are actually easy for you and you can do while you're tired without much thought. It's similar to speed reading. If Suppose someone said that I don't speed read when I'm tired because it's too hard. What would I think of that? I think it means you're not good enough at speed reading. Um, if you can speed read at 800 words per minute when you're not tired, then it shouldn't be very hard to speed read at, say, 450 words per minute when you are tired. Because it's such a drop from your maximum that it's easy. Um, what you have to do is you get your maximum well above what you want to be able to do. And then uh, you can still do stuff that's not very hard, that's not pushing your maximum, but is still intellectual and uh, valuable and whatever. But if your max speed reading speed is 400, um, that means you can barely speed read at all, even with full focus. And then if you're tired and you had to slow it down a bit, uh, you'd just be slowing it down to like regular reading speeds. Because you barely, if your max speed reading speed is 400, you barely know how to speed read. And it's the same if your max uh, ability to post on FI and have like an intellectual discussion is like just barely, and then you're tired at all or anything goes wrong, you're just not going to be able to do it at all. Most people, even if they think they're at just barely, they're actually below that. And they're having a bad time because it's, uh, they're just not able to do it. So it's not that they're tired, it's usually even on a good day, they can't really do it, and that's their real problem. But even if they could just barely do it, that's not good enough. You need to get to the point where you can more than do it so that there's a spare capacity to deal with errors and random variants and setbacks and so on. If you can just barely do something um, in ideal conditions, in general that just means you can't do it because... In real conditions, there are going to be problems that come up, uh, like being tired or having a misunderstanding in a discussion or all kinds of things go wrong. You just have to expect uh, some things will go wrong and you need extra energy and problem-solving capacity and whatever to deal with uh, the random errors. So in order to be able to do something properly, you need to be able to do it plus have you know, extra energy and thinking left over to deal with errors. So people, uh, they think they can do things like before they actually are able to. And they, they, when people try to learn things like skills, like grammar or whatever, or math, uh, they think like if they can do it a couple times and get the right answer while paying full attention and like they just learned it yesterday and they're referring to the textbook or the online webpage or whatever um, while they're doing it, they think, okay, I got it right, I learned it. And they think they're done. And that's not how learning works. Um, if you want to be able to use a skill, you have to 
practice it until it's easy, until it takes low conscious attention. And then once you can do it with a very high success rate, a very low error rate, while using very low resources, low energy, low mental focus, low attention, that's when you've really learned it. Um, and you're ready to build on it to do some more advanced thing that uses that as a sub-skill. So you have to work up towards um, doing intellectual things by practicing the sub-skills. The sub-skills are things like understanding logical arguments and being able to read or write a sentence and know what it means and know what every word means and what every word is there for and, and not ignore any of the words. Stuff like that are some of the smaller sub-skills you need to be able to be good at intellectual stuff. And if you haven't built those up, then intellectual stuff is going to be hard because when you're trying to do the intellectual stuff, you're also trying to use those sub-skills of like logical thinking or grammar thinking or whatever. So you're trying to do these sub-skills that you're not very good at and take a bunch of attention. And you're also trying to um, debate capitalism or whatever at the same time. So you're doing too many hard things at once and they're all tiring. And that's, that's why you don't like it and you're bad at it and you avoid it is, you, you know, that doesn't work. That whole process is overreaching. Um, as far as other examples of subskills, there are a lot, but a lot of them are field specific. Like if you're trying to debate capitalism, then there's some like general purpose thinking subskills, but there are also like, you should know the basics of economics. Um, you should understand the broken window fallacy and be able to recognize it and have an easy time thinking about it. That would be like a subskill for the capitalism discussion. Another would be understanding um, how prices are set in a simple uh, example market scenario, like a hypothetical where there's a certain amount of companies and there's a certain amount of workers and the companies can bid up to certain amounts of money and so on and so forth. And how do you determine prices? Like you should be able to understand that kind of stuff if you want to debate capitalism. And that should be like not hard. If that's hard for you, then you're not really ready to debate capitalism. But if that's easy for you, then uh, as far as that part goes, then you're ready to actually look at the bigger picture. So none of this is really a motivation issue. It's uh, you have to build up your skills, uh, start with stuff that's not too hard for you and work your way up. At no point should it be super hard. Um, if you do a rational progression, you start with things that are only slightly harder than what you already know how to do, and you learn them, and you practice them until they're easy, and then you do things that are slightly harder than that, and so on, and you keep repeating that. And you never have to do things that are super hard, and you can build up to things that most people find super hard, because you've done many more steps to get from here to there.